Welcome to Electropreneur's Secrets, the electrician's podcast. I'm your host, Clay Newmeyer. This is my incredible co-host and sales coach, Joseph Lucani. Also uh, been called the sales bot many a times. How are you doing today, Joseph? I'm having a wonderful day being here, man. It's really one of the highlights of the day. Awesome. And we've got an incredible show today. And it's going to solve a problem for you. It's going to solve a couple problems, really. You ever wondered what to do next in your business? How to get over this plateau? What to do? How to do it? Really, that stuff is foundational to building a business, a business that can grow and a business that will grow. So you can spend less time strategizing, more time in activity where results are born. This is the million dollar difference. We're talking about measurement and management. It's boring as hell. And it would be no surprise if no one ever listened to this podcast ever because that's in the title. Data. It sucks. What do you think, Joseph? <sighs> Data is both the Achilles heel and the linchpin and cornerstone of every good business. Because you think to yourself, if you were to view it like sports, what team, what professional team is playing without a scoreboard, right? But if you ask any business, any small locally owned business said, hey, what's your current profit margin on the job that you ran last week? And they say, we made money. Well, good. How much? To what percentage? What were your losses? What were your gains? And it's just deer in the headlights. And it's like, what? what at the end of the year, we'll find out when we talk to the accountant. Mm -mm, not anymore. For sure. And, and since we're on that, let's just establish one of the biggest problems is resting and relying on your bank account balance to tell you if you're being successful in business or not. Mm -hmm. The challenge with that, I'll call it out right off the bat, is your AR, your accounts receivable and your accounts payable are in constant flux. These things are always moving. Even if 99% of the time you're getting paid same day and taking deposits as you should, right? To really be in a great position in service, the electricians that we're serving, electrical contractors and home service business quite often have this advantage. So if you're listening to this and wondering with all your new construction or commercial work, you're wondering, hey, how do I balance that AR a little better? Well, bonus tip here, tie it into service work. Residential service mm -hmm. is your scapegoat for that. So as the, that accounts receivable climbs up, and starts growing and your accounts payable grow and you've got different timings. Why? Because the supply house wants to be paid ASAP. Mm -hmm. They want their cash and you want yours, but it all happens at a different time. So the bank account balance can tell us things, but one of the things it's not going to tell us reliably is how well we're doing in business. Yep. And the, the thought that I have in association with that, I know this is a different topic, but it's the first thing that came to the top of mind was then why aren't people taking more advantage of financing? You know what I mean? Like why have it where your customer doesn't have to pay money and you don't have the front money? The bank's the one that pays you and they're the one who pays the bank. Wouldn't it make it easier for everyone? Definitely, definitely. And James points out uh, here live with us in the Facebook group to check out Profit First uh, by Michael Michalowicz. He's got a few great books. Uh, we've referenced them several times and continue to. So thank you for that, James. There we uh, go. I was like, this guy right go. here. Got it right the there. Library. Exactly. So planning. So a big question becomes, okay, well, what do we need to measure? Mm -hmm. Why? Well, what are these critical KPI, key performance indicators? And what drives this whole thing, really? 
And it depends where we're looking, but quite simply put it this way. We need to have a performance target. We know that without a goal, where are we going? And I, you're going nowhere pretty fast. We're going to be right where we are or, you know, even worse, being stuck here because we're focusing on the wrong things without goals, without that orientation of, okay, we're got to go here without that little urgency behind it. We end up spending a lot of time in other people's problems mm -hmm. in that urgent, important matrix where all the fires are happening. You're stuck in the mud, stuck in the weeds, all the different metaphors for it. But one thing's yeah. consistent amongst them. You're stuck. Yeah. There was actually an expression that I heard that really lines up to that which when you're talking about someone wanting to measure something and keep the KPIs accountable, it's imagine a company without KPIs is like a, someone climbing a rope, but every time they go to reach for the next rung, they let go of the hand that's already holding it. And mm -hmm. all they do is they never actually leave the bottom. If you can't track where you're trying to go and you're not able to say, I hit here and now I'm trying to get here. If you don't track this, it's like you trying to climb a rope with one hand and no legs. Definitely. How could you do it? You can't, you can't. And I'm again, acknowledging that this is right there with the least sexy crap we could ever talk about. Yep. I hate data, but another topic we're going to talk about really in one of the coming episodes, maybe it's tomorrow, is you're running two businesses, today's and tomorrow's. Mm -hmm. And you need this information. It's critical. So what are some of the things that we all let down at the end of this hard working day? Say you're mm -hmm. still in the position of wearing eight hats right? Not only are you the owner, you're the HR guy, you're doing the CSR work, you're doing the bookkeeping, right? If you got QuickBooks online, for the most part, you're doing the accounting even until mm -hmm. the end of the year, right? All these little fires are consuming you. We just can't do anything effectively in that position, right? So, right. Today's business suffers from that and tomorrow's because the stuff that gets let down is at the end of the day, after you're done serving your customers, you're going to go back and invoice. You're going to go do more quotes that you're, you're behind on, right? You're going to go follow the money and actually chase down accounts receivable that you're owed for work already done. And most important, are you going to record these metrics? Are you going to record the KPI? Like how many calls came in today from where, how many repeat clients, how many referrals, how many reviews did we get? How many club memberships, how many club memberships, right? How many opportunity calls did we go out and put prices on? How many options did we offer? Which offers were chosen, which were undecided? How many demand calls we ran? What's the average time for demand call? Should I keep going? I mean, we literally could, but at a certain point, the message is, if you don't run your business, it will run you and it mm. will run you straight into the ground because business is unrelenting when it has no steering wheel. A car Bingo. with nothing but a gas pedal does nothing but just drive straight and blows up. Bingo. Yeah, you nailed it. I want to tie that into another book. We've talked about it a few times. Uh, the Obstacle is the Way, Ryan Holiday. I love this mm -hmm. reference because he put a whole book together describing how we as humans just naturally avoid the rock, the obstacle, the very thing that we need to chip away at. We'll come up with every other silver bullet, every other idea to fix or get around things mm -hmm. without just working on the problem. For most, that problem is a lack of data 
to make informed decisions. Can I touch on that? Please go. So for some of you guys who are listening, they may be like, well, I'm not running a business. Maybe this isn't for you. Well, I want to say it is because now I'm going to shift it and say, what if we talk about your home mortgage, right? You talk about everyone, everyone who owns a house and doesn't rent. This could also be something for you. The thought is, is that it may seem insurmountable. Like you have to pay off a mortgage, maybe it's 300, $500,000 on your mortgage, right? The concern is, is that interest takes a lot away from it. So you may send five, $600 every month, but it never feels like it actually does any dents. But if you can track the amount that's actually being applied and you also track against the principal, now you're able to say, okay, I'm not in this for the next forever. I can see every year it's going down. I can see every year that my payments are being applied the right way. Why don't we take this and apply it to our vans that we own or the shops that we own or the tool rentals that we have? or the suppliers that we work with. Why are we not tracking those debts and chipping away at them just as aggressively as if they were our own homes? A valid question is super important. Uh, don't listen to what we say, watch what we do. I mean, we literally track these numbers in our own business. Mm -hmm. And guess what? It's not perfect. It's never perfect. Neither are we. We don't <laughs> aim for we. perfection. We're humans. We're putting out fires too. Our schedule changes too. Problems come up for us too. But it's the consistent activity that really pays off. And mm -hmm. we know that consistent activity and the numbers to found and make informed decisions about the adjustments to that consistent activity to that process, right, mm -hmm. will have an impact on results. Mm -hmm. It's the scientific method 101. There's only a few ways to fail it. Really? Yeah, I'll touch on it for sure. We'd never make the plan in the first place. Mm -hmm. We don't follow through with the experiment. We have too many variables, meaning we changed a bunch of shit before letting the data tell us something. Or we never recorded the data in the first place. Those are the four things that are a recipe for disaster. Can I touch on why that happens? Why, why people don't actually take swings at those? Let's do it. There's something known as decision fatigue. And a lot of people experience it, but not a lot of people have the name behind it. So you listed all four things. And immediately my brain was like, oh, it sounds like a lot. The thing is, is that if you look at something as a whole, as one individual attempt, you're going to get overwhelmed. But in addition to it, we can break things down to small measurable goals into the KPIs that we're talking about on a daily basis. So for everyone who said, that sounds like a lot, okay, put it down on paper and then say right next to it, there are two ways that I'm going to get this accomplished today. I'm going to do one little thing today. If you can do one little thing each day towards your goals, how much further will you be in a year, six months, a, a week, who knows where you're going to be at? So the thought is, is that if you can avoid this decision fatigue, you'll actually be in a better place to execute on those things that Clay was just talking about. 100%. Here's what I'm going to do, just because this is so unsexy. I know mm -hmm. data entry is lame. It's not fun in the moment. But I can tell you at the end of weeks, months, when it starts to add up and give us real decision power, especially mm -hmm. at, our, at our power quarter meetings, which is something that your whole team should go, go to that will help you with where you actually design a budget for the next quarter, 
where you actually look at, okay, well, what sold the most? What were our strengths? What were our weaknesses? And let's make a business 135 or a power quarter 135 plan where we're going to take that and make a big objective, three supporting objectives, and then uh, 15 weekly little tactical adjustments that you're going to make and be able to sign off every week. That is a level of planning, accountability, and informed mm -hmm. decision-making that very few have in their business. But I'll tell you who does have it, right? Since it's sexy to throw some names out, do you think Tommy Mello of A1 Garage ever got to where he was? And all the people I've heard talk about the hundreds of millions he's made without this. Now, Tommy's a great dude. And at the end of the day, it's one of those things where he got where he is by following a process and being successful at it executing on a process on a daily basis, not letting the grind relent and saying, I'm going to intentionally put my decisions behind actions I know are going to have results. Exactly. Anyone who's developed any franchise model and had multiple shops understands this too. At the end of the day, I mean, have you ever seen the founder, Ray Kroc, the McDonald's story? I can't say that I have. I, I wanted to get a chance to watch it, but never actually did. Incredible, guys. I'm going to throw that up and just say it's incredible and it's applicable right here. Very, very um, tied here, relatable for sure. So the founder, sad story because he actually really kind of took it from the people who founded McDonald's. But their vision was very shallow, one location. And his vision was, wow, the whole world needs McDonald's. So he actually took it and franchised the piss out of this thing and then claimed it as his own, which isn't really the story, but... If you haven't seen the founder, Ray Kroc, incredible, incredible story. But let's learn from McDonald's for a moment. We've talked about process. We've talked about following and what that's worth and the autonomy that it creates, but also the KPI that can be driven from a consistent process. Have you ever found it interesting that McDonald's can employ any 13, 14, 15-year-old in any country around the planet and put them in a position to succeed with autonomy? Pretty can amazing. you do that in your electrical business? Can or are we is the right word. <laughs> Some people will, will just, you know, scoff at that and say, well, we're technical. This isn't McDonald's. That's fair. Don't get me wrong. But shouldn't you actually be able to take any electrician then with equal training, not experience, but equal training and have them be able to fit in a role in your business that is consistent predictable and measurable. Can you do that in your electrical company? And if you can't, can you wonder why people aren't staying long-term? So all this stuff adds up is what we're getting to, right? And we're going to mm -hmm. talk more about that in the next episode on the today and tomorrow's business, having the two businesses that you're running. But suffice it to say here, guys, if you want to succeed, wouldn't it be nice to know what's next? Wouldn't it be nice to know, oh, sales are down this month. So that's your first indication is just revenue. That's the importance of that revenue number. It signals us. Oh, wow. Okay, sales are down. Why? Mm -hmm. So the default that we hear then next is, well, calls are down. Okay, how many calls did you get last month? Well, we think we got about this much. Well, how many did you get this month? Well, less start to see the problem, right? Tying back to this obstacle is the way with the find information, we can apply what's called the law of separation, 
remove our emotions from it because you'll tell yourself lies too. That's the other crazy thing. Just a few mm -hmm. weeks ago, I was like, Joseph, sales are down. It's Wednesday. I don't know why. It's hump day. And all of a sudden, there's like a moment of panic. I go back to the numbers only to realize that sales aren't even down. Everything's fine. It was a hard couple of days. Only the numbers can save you from those moments. Mm -hmm. That's KPI. That's the value of it. So I'm hoping that what you guys take from this episode is that this data will actually not only save you time, save you money, but give you power as a business owner, empower you. And all you have to do is set this, this stuff up and delegate it to the right people to track those things so that you just sit in the cockpit of this thing with your hands on the wheel. Mm -hmm. Look at your dashboard and see if you need more gas, more brake, a turn signal. What do we need to do here? Without KPIs, we can't do much of anything because you're right. At the end of the day, they're almost like a trail of breadcrumbs that are going to lead you to the answer that you already decided in the past. Whether you recognized it or not, the KPIs that you allow yourself to be held to dictates the business of tomorrow. So if you don't allow yourself to have that level of accountability, then it would only make sense that you've allowed yourself to go in that company direction, right? I agree, 100%. I've got an exciting action item for you guys today. Hey, me. We've actually just completed a revised version of our little KPI workbook. And it's exciting. And just for our listeners, I'm going to give that away to you. If you're in our Facebook community, if you're engaging with us live right now, and even if you're catching the replay, you can go in and comment on this video, KPI Workbook, as I've just typed in the chat. And we'll send you our copy along with our instructional video on how to make best use of it. And it's got essentially a daily CSR tracker that they'd fill out. It takes five minutes. Literally, they've got five clicks a day and they're all drop downs that you just get to choose and mm -hmm. everything else adds up and gives you the superpower of having a steering wheel in your business. The other daily is for your techs. Each tech in the, in the field, install or sales, is going to be able to fill this out daily with the one to five calls that they ran as well and the information on those calls. It's about 10 clicks. 10, 12 clicks for them. Takes five, 10 minutes. Then it's done. And what that gives you as the business owner is a couple other sheets with all of the summarized data. And you're going to know where your traffic came from. How much traffic each day. Everything from the Good Neighbor Program, club memberships sold, as we said, total sales amounts. Who sold the most? It gives you a leaderboard. What options were chosen? Which options were chosen most often from which tech? Imagine knowing all this and then reflecting on that with your team. Training from a basis of information in your business instead of training and just leading blind every day. Wouldn't that be a superpower, Joseph? Yeah, it'd be an amazing thing to be able to say to yourself, you know what? Not only do I know what I'm supposed to be doing, but I know for a fact what someone else is supposed to be doing. And for all the business owners out there, imagine being able to keep your tech accountable by saying you either did what you were supposed to do and I have the numbers to prove it and congratulations, there's an attaboy, or I know that you didn't do the things they were supposed to do 
And now we can do corrections to get that team improved. But without the numbers, you got nothing. Exactly. Huge, huge, huge. So guys, this has been another episode of Lechpreneur Secrets. For those that hung through this one, I know, data e. But for those of you that hung through it, guys, that's the big action item today. If you want that thing, um, I did miss an all-star action, actually. I'm trying to prematurely close. Did you have something? I was, gonna, I was actually going to pick up on that. Yeah, the thing is, I actually have an all-star action, and it's more of a mental thing for you guys to focus on. Because we actually tied in the other day about being afraid of certain choices, right? The reason why most people don't invest in a KPI tracking system is because they're afraid of what it's going to tell them. And it's easier to live in a life of ambiguity than it is to live in a life of clarity. You and I had this conversation this morning, and I want to bring up this quote, is that winners crave accountability. Losers crave ambiguity. Because when you know what you're trying to hit, you know who's ideally responsible for not getting you there. And more often than not, it's you. You're the reason why it's not getting there. So for the all-star action, I want you to know that even though, especially, in fact, especially if it makes you afraid, that is something you should be pursuing. I want you to invest in a KPI. I want you to track what you need to track, even if it makes your skin crawl. That is even more reason to get it done. Absolutely. And just adding to that and leading into one of our other next episodes, present over perfect. Guys, you've heard that so many times. Don't let fancy shit, don't let not having our workbook get in the way. Get started today. Just start mm -hmm. tracking these numbers. If you don't know what, listen again and write down the very things we said, because we probably said 80% of them already. But if you can, jump on the page, grab our KPI workbook, and you'll be guided to it and tracking your numbers by tomorrow. No sweat. All right. Finally, now I can exit the show. This has been another episode of Electrepreneur Secrets with the Electric Podcast community. We're here to help you master sales, simplify pricing, and deliver consistent premium level service, guys. I'm Clay Newmeyer. This is Joseph Lucani, and we cannot wait to see you again and help you some more on the next one. Take care. Cheers. Do, do, do.